But okay, guys, and hello, and welcome to the first ever Aventus Elite podcast. Uh, I'm so happy you're here. So this is very new to me, but it's very exciting as well. So I just thought I'd start this podcast to help you guys out um, with all fat loss topics, hints, tips to help you achieve your goal. And what I wanted to do um, is start by getting a few guests on um, to talk about everything fat loss related and they can offer their perspective as well. So today um, I have my guest, Lucy Drury. So hello, Lucy. How are you doing? Hi, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Good. Really great to hear. So just a bit of background um, about how me and Lucy know each other. Um, basically, we are both personal trainers, uh, not in the same area. That's why this is uh, taking place over Zoom and doing a podcast. Um, but we actually met through a personal training course we did, which is called Fully Booked um, by a guy called Oliver Tennant. Um, hi, Ollie, if you're listening. <laughs> um so we met through that course. Um, and so, Lucy, I just wanted to start um, just by talking a bit about you, getting a bit about an introduction to yourself, um, how you got into fitness and also like how that got you to being a personal trainer today. Uh, yeah, well, um, so I've been a personal trainer for about a year now and I'm based in the southeast of England in Kent. Um, and wow, personal, I kind of got into personal training because of my my experience with fitness and also battling for like years with an eating disorder as well and I really wanted to help people um mm-hmm. I've always been a dancer I was a dancer since the age of six and that's really where kind of I suppose my fitness really started um I then went into athletics at the age of 12 when I I, I say that I got thrown into doing the 800 meters but I generally did first time year seven secondary school the athletics events I was on the minibus and the the teacher was literally just like right Lucy you're, you're doing the 800 meters and bearing in mind never ran around a <laughs> ran around a track before I was like oh my god I don't know what I don't know what I'm doing um ended up winning and then got like a kind of feel for that and then that's really how I was like actually yeah I, I do enjoy sport I do enjoy health and fitness and then obviously it came from doing sport at GCSE I suppose I was like right want to be a personal trainer um and I remember I remember the day where I was actually like yeah this is really what I want to do and it was we had this module uh where we had to do like our own training program and we had to then obviously do our fitness test with it um had to actually complete the training program as part of the course and I remember the day like the feeling that I got from like increasing my upper body strength because I was like I was literally like 15 16 had no idea never stepped into a gym before no idea what I was doing and that feeling of like increasing my um my upper body strength even in the space of like six weeks was absolutely amazing um so yeah I suppose you'd probably say it sort of started from there and then went on to do a sports science degree at uni um yeah and then just continued was like yeah personal training for me I love working with different people as well helping them and making sure that they kind of don't they don't get drawn into the fad diets and you know so yeah I suppose that's probably all that can be said (laughs) okay that's awesome I did I didn't know actually uh used to dance and stuff and congratulations on the uh 800 meters as well (laughs) thanks (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, that's 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 awesome to hear. Um, but I can completely relate. So a bit about bit background about my sort of fitness journey. Like I was exactly like you, sort of like 15, 16, step into the gym for the first time. I'll always remember this moment. I'll, I'll never forget it. I remember I remember the gym like it's closed down now. It was in my local town. And I remember walking in. It was quite a very small like three weights area. There were like a couple of benches and like a Smith machine in there. And I always remember walking in, just looking at it. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing at all and i remember i used to go with like two of my friends and i asked one of my best friends uh matt and if, if he's listening to this he'll he'll probably remember this moment um i was just like, I, I don't know what to do can you give me an exercise for like my chest and even then i didn't know how to perform it or anything and i remember we like walked home together because like couldn't drive or anything back then and he was like oh i'm gonna go have a ham sandwich now get some protein and stuff like that and i was like oh yeah it's a really good idea um but like to slices of lightweight thin ham not very much protein at all so yeah it all really started um back then and I, I think for me um yeah fitness has always been a massive part of my life um not to go like too deep or anything but I was never like very good at sports at school got bullied a lot for my weight um could never even do like a press up or anything like that and I think as a kid I was quite lazy um and I always used to give up on things and I remember starting like going for runs and stuff like that. And I just didn't enjoy it at all. Um, but I kept at it. And I was like, I remember every night just getting a pair of dumbbells, doing like bicep curls every day and thinking, why, why isn't anything happening? And obviously none of the other key pillars are in place um, because you don't get taught this, unfortunately. Um, but I never I never gave up on it. And that inspired me to be a personal trainer. Like I've done quite a few office jobs and like retail jobs in the past. And you get to a point and you just get bored. And it's like, I have no passion for this. I'm just doing the same thing every day. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people do that. We think we need to be in these jobs to like to earn money and it's the right thing to do to then get promoted. But we're actually not enjoying what we do and we're not happy. And I think I read an amazing quote uh, by a guy called Timothy Ferris in the four hour work week uh, where he says like um, happiness, no, happiness is the opposite of boredom um, or boredom is the opposite of happiness. And it's, it's so true. I remember being like in office jobs, waiting for that clock to tick down to like 5.30 from like 5.26 and it was like the longest four minutes ever. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get home. I just don't want to do this anymore, but I need the money. Um, but then I was like, after I went traveling for a bit, I was like, right, now's the time to jump into personal training. Um, and yeah, loving it. It's a hell of a journey. You make a lot of mistakes because obviously um, you never taught like how to run a business. And that's just one massive side of it, um, which sort of brings me on. I was just wondering to get your thoughts about how you found your personal training course um, and like who you did it with, when you did it and yeah, how you sort of found it. Um, yeah, so I I did my personal training course with a with a company called the Training Room. Okay. Um, I when when I was in uni, obviously I I went to uni not knowing what to expect. Knew that I wanted to do something. Obviously, per, I was still very hit high on personal training, and knew that I did want to go into the health and exercise like area. Um, but second year of my uni was actually probably particularly at the beginning was actually probably my hardest time um, moving back um, from home as well because I obviously I'm from Kent and I went to Liverpool John Moores University so it's a it's a hell of a long way leaving my yeah. friends my family and everything and I found second year really really hard um, particularly at the, at the start um, 
So I went to actually go and see a careers advisor because I wanted to maybe go into a bit of like volunteering, um, just doing like a bit of like work experience in a way, because sort of, um, sort of like you, I hadn't really had experience of being like very sporty as well. So um, it was actually the career, the careers advisor that um, told me about the training room and she said they do really good personal training courses. Um, so I would highly recommend doing like doing it with them. And I just remember like going back to my flat, Googling them, got the phone call and then ringing my mom and just going, um, I'm going to sign up for a personal training course. And so, yeah, second year of uni, right at the start, I signed on for my personal training course. And that's kind of where it then where it kind of went. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I think um, yeah. for me, mine was for a company called Health and Fitness Education. Um, and I did mine. Uh, around the age I did mine quite late actually I think I was around sort of 23 um yeah so I I didn't know what to expect either I was like I know I want to do personal training I know you have to get like a level two gym instructor and a level three personal training uh, diploma or qualification so I went into that and I was still working out O2 the mobile phone retail shop in Liverpool I actually went to Liverpool as well um, funnily enough so I went to Liverpool hopefully uh study drama funnily enough actually um but yeah obviously didn't use that now <laughs> um but yeah I was uh, I did I did like mine part-time um at the weekends so it was like Saturdays and Sundays every other weekend and it took about I think 12 weeks to complete um and yeah it was all very new to me learning like all the anatomy and everything I was like oh this is all I need to be a personal trainer this is awesome this is gonna this is gonna give me everything I need and Full disclosure, I failed like quite a lot of the exams. I've never been very good at exams because um, like a lot of subjects don't interest me. Um, and I think when it comes to the anatomy, I was a bit like, oh, this is all right. But I, I struggled to like revise and I like, remember things. So it took me quite quite a few attempts. So I had to keep going like back up to this place where the office was and retaking them. Um, and I remember uh, I flew out to Thailand in January. And I always remember this moment. It was like my last retake. And I was going to get the results. And if I'd failed, I wouldn't have passed because I can't exactly just fly from like Bangkok, where I was currently at the time, just back to wherever the office was and be like, oh, yeah, I'll just return my exam. She had to do it in person. And I remember standing in line at Burking <laughs> and I got the email and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous right now because this this either like dictates if I'm a personal trainer or if I failed and I have to wait until I come back from traveling. Um, luckily, I passed. I think it was by one or two points. And I was like, oh, thank God, that's amazing. So I was like, right, go traveling, have the time of your life, and then uh, come back and just jump straight into um, personal training. But yeah, I think I'm not sure if you like feel this way either, but like when I did jump on the gym floor, I was like, my personal training course didn't teach me anything at all. Like, yeah, okay, I knew a few like bones and like muscle groups and how they worked um but apart from that like running a business or anything like that and I think when you're a personal trainer you get chucked in on the deep end of the gym floor it's just a whole new world and a whole new experience and you think you're doing what is right but as you go down the line making so many mistakes like I've been in this industry just two years now I think I've just passed my two-year anniversary and um yeah you you look back and you're like what on earth was I doing but at the time you think oh of course that was so right uh, that's what I thought I should be doing I remember back to my first consultation now like running consultations compared to that Jesus it makes me cringe a little um but obviously yeah 
yeah so so how did you find your like first like few weeks on the gym floor and stuff going into it um well funny enough actually a year ago to pretty much the day is actually when I first had my very first personal training session oh, nice. and I remember like I think another thing had gone wrong or something it was it was really random like I was also trying to get home because I wasn't driving then um and there'd been an issue with the train lines there's me trying to focus on my client but also thinking oh my god how am I going to get home tonight you know mm. um but yeah like my probably my first training session with my client was compared to what it is now it, it was very different like I feel like in a way we there is this perspective of personal trainers who are just like rep counters and mm. who just literally stand there and like in a way shout at clients when actually you, you don't need to yes you you are there to count some reps but not obviously all of them in a way um and I think yeah like the, the my first session with a client compared to now was horrendous I would say like it was it was awful yeah. because again like we we don't get taught how to how to do it in the course in a way and everybody is different as well so you've got to adapt to each and every client don't you um yeah some people might need it a bit more broken down where others might have done it before and just maybe need the motivation of somebody being there um so yeah like every every session is different because you're yeah. with a different person every every session every day every hour I suppose so 100 yeah. percent. just to jump in on that I remember um I lived in New Zealand for a year and I was actually looking to stay out there um with my ex-girlfriend at the time um, she was like Kiwi um and I was looking to get the visa there um and I remember I wanted to start my personal training there so I went to Les Mills um and I actually had a talk with one like the managers there and I always remember him saying like personal training you'll get so many different personalities like one hour with a client you'll have to be on their like personality level but then again like someone completely different could come in and you just need to change straight away um I always remember him saying that and it's so true and just jumping back to like my first PT session I was so nervous I was like oh my god I don't know what I'm doing I, I feel like I've studied but I remember I think it was with, with a girl called Lucy maybe um and she I just started with the machines just nice and basic um and it was like oh how hard was that out of 10 um we'll just do three sets of 10 <laughs> and yeah it was like I, I think I think people when they see personal trainers on the gym floor they think we're sort of like superhuman um because we're in the gym we're a personal trainer um like we're in shape stuff like that but they don't realize like the insecurities we're feeling um inside and you don't see that at all and personal training is some of the most insecure people easily 100 percent. even though we come across confident we feel like we know what we're talking about um yeah it's it's a very uh insecure mindset at times um yeah i remember after I a month like, trade uh, well, i was just gonna say like i think so many people think personal training is an easy job like mm -hmm. you literally do apparently just stand there count reps tell people what to do <laughs> yeah. them in, like new nutrition advice but actually like it is it is like a full-time job it takes mm. it probably does partly take over your life as well because you're obviously 
you're you're messaging clients outside the gym you're like doing other bits you're tweaking their training programs you're you're tweaking everything so yeah like anybody who has a perspective on personal training is it's definitely not what they think it is really exactly and I think until you actually do it for like a good time you cannot comment at all it's like any job like you could say I don't know working in the supermarket I just uh, check out beeping things through but it's probably a lot more than that and like any job as well Um, but yeah I 100% agree on that it's like people just think of it as just oh you just do sessions you must have so much time in the day it's like no you don't understand just because I haven't been put in a nine to five restraint of like needing to stretch all my workout for that time so just off a side note um I remember being a New Zealand office job and like they were like right these are your tasks for today you've got to take make like 10 outbound calls um and then you've got to reply to 10 emails I was like right I'm gonna set myself a task see if I can get like this done within like half an hour and um I use something called Parkinson's law which is spoken about quite a bit um and Ollie speaks about this a lot and then I've heard it through like other people in the fitness industry and it dictates that a task will take that amount of time that you give to it so I was like right I'm going to give myself half an hour to get all this done I got the calls done in 15 minutes and I got the emails done in 15 minutes because I knew I only had half an hour um and then I was like I've got the rest of the day free and I feel like all these tasks are now put into a nine to five um time limit where actually you can actually do it a lot quicker Um, and that's why people get bored because they're trying to fill all these gaps um whereas the task actually doesn't take that long but like just going back to the personal training side I remember having so much free time when I started because I I didn't know what I was meant to be doing I was like oh my god this is awesome I don't have to be at a computer I could just go for a drive right now I can go for a walk um and but now like after like being on like an actual course it's like lead generation retention social media uh checking in on your clients making them sure they're all right uh teaching yourself still getting your training in uh getting your food prep in and that's just like half of it and now i feel like there's not enough hours in the day honestly and now i've actually started putting like things in my diary it just helps so much because you know you've only got a certain amount of time um so that has really helped because i remember like coming up to december last year think it was before I started like the Philly book course um I was just sitting at home watching Netflix I was like this is the life this is brilliant I've got a good client base we're fine I'm getting by and then I just go in train myself train a couple of clients come home I was like this personal training job this is this is the dream and it's not until like you get lazy you get complacent you don't give like clients like the full service they deserve they start dropping off and I got that kick in the teeth then. And then it was actually scary. And I was like, oh, my God, right. I need to put in the work now. And I remember I think I had about a thousand pounds in savings. And like Ollie got on the call with me and he told me the price of the course. And I was like, no, I can't do that. And but he was like, it's the first time someone's actually told me what I needed to hear. And I was like, I know what you're saying is 100 percent true. And I need to do this, but I can't afford it. And until you hear like sort of like, a, oh, you get a money back guarantee if you don't like double your income or whatever it is. I was like, right, OK, let's go. Let's do it. And best decision I made in my life. Um, and probably we wouldn't be doing this podcast as well because we never would have met. And so you you open one door at least to opening so many more. Um, and that's and yeah. that's why it's annoying. Like, I think there's a lot of personal trainers out there who are like telling clients like, oh, you need to coach with me. It's going to benefit you. But then they're not getting coaching themselves to develop themselves. 
I think a lot of people in personal training, they just see it as an easy job. I think I heard like most personal trainers mm-hmm. don't make it past their second year because they don't know how, how to run a business. Um, and you've just got to keep grinding. Mm-hmm. And I always just think I'm only two years in and I'm still a baby in this industry. Um, I think the best thing I heard is mm-hmm. what Ollie said, actually, um, in our like mastermind event we went to. He was like, would you expect a two-year-old to be able to talk, walk, run, cook everything like that it's like no you wouldn't they're only two years old and that's how I think of myself in my business now I'm literally only two years old and I've come so far compared to that first like uh session that we were talking about but I think to myself where are you going to be in four years and it excites me because like I feel like things are getting so much better right now I'm like oh that's down but then like a couple of months later it's like it can be so much better um so yeah sorry a bit of a bit of tangent then um but yeah, I, no, I feel I, that's the way. Like, I, I, I completely agree with everything. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. I completely agree with it. Like, even like like you looking back at like before the new year, like in December, and even obviously I literally started September last year, and then looking between September and December, or even between when I started and joining fully booked, and. I was literally, it's, even now when I say it, I was charging £20 a session, £20. And I was like, how am I even, yeah. like, obviously I had like a part, like a job in, a job in the gym, like next next to that. But even £20 an hour was ridiculous. It was crazy. It's not, it is. It's not worth my service. <laughs> yeah, and you, you do charge that, don't you? Because again, this is where the insecurity lies. You're like, well, hang on, this is people's yeah. hard-earned money and they're paying me. Oh my God, I've got to make this like session like amazing. And yeah. as a personal trainer, you start thinking it's just all about the session. And it's like, it's just like pay-as-you-go session. I remember going into the gym and like we had this induction. They were like, right, this is now how you need to do your pricing structures. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I've, I've never known how to price. So this is perfect. I'll start at 30 pound an hour. That's like the average going rate for Bristol. Um, and then you've got your 10 pack for like 300 pounds. So they'll have 10 sessions with me, you pay me up front, amazing. And then all like three months. Um, and that's like, I don't know, like 120 quid a month sort of thing. And I get three months upfront payment. And until you're actually taught, um, there's always like a better way to do something that can benefit you. Um, and you think that one thing you're taught is the only way to do it. And until you hear it another way, um you're like oh my god yes why didn't I start doing this sooner but obviously um you didn't know about it and I think that's how like I'm not sure about you but like for me that's the passion I get it's like that light bulb moment like you tell you tell like a client or like a PT taster or something just to like say they're doing like a cable seated row or something and they're like shoulders like internally rotating forward and you tell them they need to like retract the scapula before which is the role of like the rhomboids which is the back in the muscle and they're like oh my god I can feel that so much more and it still hits me to this day it's still hard for me to believe that me going from a kid who couldn't do a press up was so unhappy with their body was bullied in school I've now just helped someone where I was that 16 year old kid in the gym not knowing what to do and it still takes me a moment to think like I've actually helped this person. Um, but when that light bulb goes off in their head and I've seen the information I've given them, um, it's actually helped them. It's just the best feeling in the world. It's like, like a deadlift or something. They're like currently a bit of like spinal flexion. They're curving through the spine and you say, right, 
just set your shoulder blades, engage the lats, and their spine goes from that to that. And they're like, oh my God, I don't feel lower back pain anymore. And I'm like, this is awesome. And it's like when they get like a new strength gain as well. Like my client, Becky, she got 100K hit for us. She started on like 10K. And we worked out just for a progressive overload. And when she hit that, she was ecstatic. I was ecstatic. I went home driving home like, oh, what a feeling. And it's it's such a better feeling than money can ever give you. Because I, I could earn like so much more in an office. But to be bored and not happy and not give me that like sense of achievement. Um, I'm never going to get that like amazing moment, like send an email like, oh, my God, I just sent that email. It was amazing. Um, but to actually help someone um, and they're like send a WhatsApp after and they're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I feel so much better. It's, it's just the best thing in the world. And that's that's why I do what I do. Um, I'm not driven by money at all. Yeah. Um, you could have all the money in the world. But if you're not happy with your physical self, your mental mental state, then it, yeah, it means it means jackal, really um yeah so so yeah um anything else you want to add sort of about like your personal training journey um like any struggles you found or like what what you're up to now i mean like from day one to to where you are now yeah i mean like i think like maybe a couple of things to add but i think like in a way personal training has taught me a lot about myself and and I suppose growing in self-confidence in myself because obviously I I think a lot of personal trainers and a lot of people obviously do suffer with self-confidence and obviously sometimes to be a personal trainer you've got to have the confidence to then grow like like obviously growing your business you've got to be confident in it but it means you've got to be confident in yourself mm-hmm. um and I always I always read the quote like you you can't love someone um before you before you love yourself and I think that it's basically exactly the same thing with with confidence you've got to be confident in yourself in order to actually do something or be confident in it and um I I can't remember the the section that I was actually going to say that's that's fine just to just to chime in on that I 100% agree with what you said um going back like looking at like past relationships like I wasn't happy in my job like office job or retail job but like you meet someone and then you're like oh I'm happy again now um because yeah. you feel like they've made you happy but you're still not happy within yourself and then as time goes on you realize it's not them and you need to find happiness within yourself um yeah. so I 100% agree on that and yeah confidence 100% like I don't think people realize how scary it is going on the gym floor and approaching a total stranger um it's like you've got to spark a conversation and it's like whereas like I know you now I know my best friends I know my family and I can be my stupid self I can be completely confident you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but when I go up to someone and like go hello I'm James I'm personal trainer here um oh sorry that's uh just come up 10 minutes to go um when I go hi I'm James I'm personal trainer here um I've got a competition going at the minute. I was just wondering if you'd like to enter. See, I've now said that to you perfectly without stuttering, but I go to someone on the gym floor and I fall to pieces. It's like, hi, uh, I can't remember my name. Oh, I'm James. I'm a personal trainer here. Um, I've got a competition. If you want to enter, I'll fall to pieces, honestly. Um, yeah. And if anyone at my gym's listening, they'll, they'll probably know that if I've ever approached them. Um, but obviously it gets better in time as like practice makes perfect sort of thing but you're right confidence is a huge thing and if you can act confident 
um i feel like you can achieve so much more and they say like fake it till you make it and i have tried that before i have tried acting confident and it it, it does help um because yeah. like the difference is like me speaking into my phone trying to record like a video that's not where my strength lies i'll stutter so many times i remember in lockdown getting so frustrated at myself like took 10 takes and the video wasn't even that good however now just speaking to you because i'm actually speaking to someone i'm not stuttering it's just having a conversation and i'm confident but yeah i don't think people realize that's the insecurity again it's the fear of rejection you go up and what's the worst that can happen oh no i don't want to enter your competition but as a pt take it personally it's like oh well they don't it's nothing personal against you um, yeah. They just don't want to enter their comp- enter a competition, or they don't need any help right now, and that's fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I can I completely understand on that. It is a scary place, but what we've got to realize as personal training is the gym's done all the work for us. All the leads are right there. We just need to go and have that conversation. Um, and I feel a lot of PTs right now they just sit in the back office. I know I did, or sit at home, and they're not on the gym floor. They're not getting their face recognized, and this is a big thing for me now. It's like. If I have to go to the back and I need some time to take a Zoom recording, like Zoom call even, or just get some stuff done, I will. But other times I've got my laptop on the desk. I'm saying hello to everyone. And even though they like, they're not going to just come in and be like, oh, yeah, I want a personal training session. I think that's the mistake we made early on. It's like, right, (laughs) I remember um, my personal training uniform didn't come for ages. So I ordered a couple of tops. Um, sort of like this one but it was like my old brand like JKPT and it had personal trainer on the back and I was like right now people know I'm a personal trainer they'll come and approach me no one approached me Um, until you learn that harsh fact that you've got to go out there and you've got to put in the work and you've got to establish relationships rapport and start speaking to people Um, yeah it's a hard lesson and personal trainers out there who are like still sitting in the back expecting leads just to come in the front door no it's 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 never going to happen um, yeah. So yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to touch on that confidence thing. Yeah, That's no. another big, um, yeah, big thing. Uh, but yeah, so we've got a few minutes left. Um, anything else you'd like to add at all? Or I think we covered quite a lot today in our in yeah, the first official podcast. I'm I'm very happy how this has gone. Um, yeah. But just to uh, just touch on that and reach out to people right now, um, guys. Me and Lucy have agreed that we are going to try and put these out sort of like every week, every two weeks. Um, and this was just an intro one just to get to know me and Lucy. Um, and then what we want to do is start talking about like different topics that we specialize in, um, sort of like help you um, if you're struggling, uh, as I said, with like any hints, tips. So you've got two personal trainers here. And what we're going to do is go into detail on certain topics. Um, I think the first two we've um, talked about are as reverse dieting, like bringing your calories back up if you're too low. Um, in like a calorie deficit and we explain like fundamentals behind that so we'll get that going uh, as well as like the benefits of like strength training and weight training um so you've seen us talk about um us walking into the weights room not having a clue what to do and i'm, I'm sure people have been in that ex- exact position so we'll go into like why weight training and strength training uh is beneficial and stuff like that um but yeah i've i've really enjoyed this first call i think it's gone yeah. i think it's gone really well um, yeah. it's, it's been so nice just to have like a conversation with another personal trainer because I think a lot of people think PT it's like a dog eat dog world um, but like as Ollie our mentor mentor, mentor says um, like like everyone can cross the finish line there's like there's, there's, there's so many people out there who need to be helped um, and it's like for me personally I want to help people 
I want to be that person who I wish was there for me to teach me all the key pillars and like move me from track A to putting maximal effort in, seeing minimal results to moving on to track B um, where you get all the key pillars in place and then the results start to show. So I remember start, I remember never seeing results, but again, fitness was the one thing I never gave up on. And I remember hiring my first ever personal trainer, um, Ashley Lucas, Ashley, if you're listening, hello. Um, and he like changed so many things and I started seeing the results and I was like, I think you will agree to this and a lot of people can when you start seeing results you get addicted so you see that first little change you're like right the process is working let's go um and so yeah i i want to sort of be that um uh like pt for people um the one i wish i could have had uh, earlier on because yeah, yeah life is very short as they say um you don't want to waste time like putting so much effort in but again you have to make all these mistakes uh, to learn free failures like we do in our pt business and stuff like that yeah. um but yeah no it's, it's been really good to talk it out so thank you so much for coming on board and i'm i'm really excited for our next ones where we're going to uh get into a bit more detail on certain topics that can uh certainly hopefully um help a lot of people out there and then they can yeah. take something away start applying it um but yeah anything um you want to add lucy at all or actually i'll tell you what where can like sort of like people find you on social media and stuff like that um, yeah, so I am on Instagram. Um, I'm at endure underscore fitness endure PT. So drop us a follow if you fancy it. Yeah, please go check out Lucy's page. It's awesome. Uh, like myself, she puts out a lot of like hints and tips as well. Um, my Instagram, if you want to follow me, is at Aventus Coaching. That is how you spell Aventus. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, we will uh, get this uh, podcast out and then we'll keep doing them. Um, but, yeah, guys, if you need any help at all or have any questions, please just slide into mine or Lucy's DMs. Um, we're always happy to help, um, whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, cool, Lucy. Thank you so much for your time again today. Um, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, but, yeah, as I said, very excited to get the um next one going um but i hope you have a fantastic day i'm sure as pts we've got loads to do now <laughs> i know i do um so yeah but yeah until the next one um i'll talk to you then all right all right see you later all right cheers lucy bye-bye